Welcome to For Preachers Only Podcast. This program is designed to encourage the man of God and strengthen him in his daily life and in his walk with the Lord. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. And now, your host, your shooting, your friend and bishop, Dr. L.T. Bryant. Praise the Lord. Welcome to For Preachers Only. This is your host, Dr. L.T. Bryant. Some call me Bishop L.T. Bryant. Whole bunch of issues. <laughs> but welcome to another brother to brother discussion. Jesus said, Peter, do you love me? And of course he applied, I do. Then the Lord says, feed my sheep. Again, he asked, Peter, do you love me? Peter said, I do. He said, feed my lamb. Do you love me? I do feed my sheep. Then he said, God, you know all things. One important thing you must understand when you call yourself a preacher is that you must have a love for God. And in you loving God, you do what's right concerning God's people. If you love God, you'll feed his sheep. The question is, what are you feeding them? I feel the virtue. Are you feeding God's sheep the food he has prepared for them? And, and that food is his word. Rightly dividing. And in order for you to be able to feed God's sheep, you have to learn to recognize the food, his word. And you have to have an understanding of his word. I used to cook for years, and when we were cutting steaks by hand and things of that sort, we had, and making hamburgers by hand, we. Once you've done it for so long, you can look at a steak and know if you cut it eight ounces or, or you could put the hamburger ground beef together and you would know that it's the proper size. You have to know the right portions of food to give to the sheep of God. Some uh, need milk, others need meat. Some eat meat, some are vegetarians. And in order to know how to properly feed God's sheep, you have to be in contact with him that provides the food. And this is God. He knows everybody's spiritual digestion system. He knows what each individual needs. And he said to Peter, if you love me, then feed my disciples, feed my sheep. You see, Preaching the word of God and feeding God's people is motivated by love for God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. 
For the preacher so loved God that he fed them the food of God. His word. Even the kings, which were some of your first pastors, were told to meditate in his law both day and night. The man of the first Psalms, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in, stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the word of God, and he meditates on it night and day. The New Testament teaches that pastors and elders and bishops must be apt to teach, able to teach. That every scripture of God can be used for teaching and corrections. Study to show thyself approval unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. What are you feeding God's people? Do you sit down and try to curate some fantastic sermon that is more of a motivational speech than it is the word? Are you teaching for doctrine your own ideas, the way you see it, instead of the way it is? Remember, the word of God is written. It cannot be changed. And the scriptures are of no private interpretation. Are you teaching a watered-down doctrine? Are you teaching the straight, unadulterated word of God, being instant in season and out? Feed my sheep. What are you feeding God's people? Do you even know what the true doctrine of Christ is. Do you even know the history of the true church? Do you know that the teachings of Christ, Acts 2.42, is called the Apostles' Doctrine? John 17, St. John 17, Jesus said, I don't pray for these alone, Father, his disciples, but I pray for everyone that believeth on me through their words. The teachings of the apostles is the only teaching that Jesus prayed for. No other teaching. What are you teaching? You're teaching the message of Luther, Calvin, Wesley, Jerome. What are you teaching? Knox, what are you teaching? Or are you teaching the Apostles' Doctrine, Acts 2.42, the teachings of the disciples? What are you feeding God's people? Are you preaching from the word, I feel the virtue? When I say for the virtue, that means God is talking to someone. Are you teaching lessons from a book you read? Are you mimicking other men's sermons? Every preacher must have a connection with God himself 
so that God can instruct them as to how to minister to the flock at hand. You know, a lot of preachers prepare their sermons weeks in advance. I personally don't know how they do that, except they have the foreknowledge of God. Give us today our daily bread. What I do is I pray and I read and I study. And then before I have to minister, the Holy Spirit will give me a subject. And then I'll go to the scripture to support it. And when I preach it, it's fresh. They're hearing it for the first time and I'm hearing it. However, when you teach doctrine, doctrine doesn't change. The teaching of the Godhead doesn't change. The teaching of baptism doesn't change. The teachings of God's holiness doesn't change. The teaching of the virgin birth doesn't change. But when you're preaching inspirational messages uh, off the word of God given to you for the people, it should be fresh, meeting the needs of those whom you're speaking to. You say you're preparing your sermon, but is God in that preparation? <clears throat> the Bible says the apostles preached with the Holy Ghost that came down from heaven. Do you preach with the Spirit of God? Or in your preaching, God is not with you? You love the Lord? Feed his sheep. What are you feeding God's people? Is your doctrine accurate? Is it scriptural? Do you even believe in the word of God? And if you don't, how can you prove it wrong? And what do you have to replace it? Jesus is seeking those who <clears throat> worship him to worship him in spirit and in truth. Thy word is true, he says. The spirit of God will guide us into all the truth. Do you know the truth? What are you teaching for salvation? Is it Bible? Where did you get your information from? What is your source of learning? Is it the Holy Spirit? Preacher, are you really preaching God's word? Is all of your doctrine truly lined up with the word of God? Do you know that the first church was steadfast in the apostles' teaching and no other teaching. Can your doctrine be found in the scriptures without using any additional books or adding any additional phrases? When you have to add terminology to explain your doctrine, it's because it's not Bible. For instance, just for the record, let's take the Holy Trinity. Uh, just straight up, straight down. First of all, the word Holy Trinity is not Bible. I'm just giving you an example. Then you say God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. God the Father is Bible, but not God the Son, nor God the, God the Holy Spirit. Then you say a three in one God. That's not Bible neither. Jesus is the second person of the Godhead. 
that's not biblical as well. So all I'm saying is that, can you preach the Trinity without adding not even the word Trinity? Can you teach the Trinity without saying first, second, third persons? Can you teach the Trinity without saying God the Son, God the Holy Spirit? Because these are not biblical words. You see what I'm saying? So when you have to add to the scriptures, something's wrong. If you say God is one, <clears throat> you can quote from Genesis to Revelation how there's one God. If you say a man must be baptized, you can quote scripture all over the place saying that uh, be born again of one spirit or be baptized or they were baptized. If you say Christ died on the cross, there's scriptures that say it. You don't have to add. Proverbs 35 and 6 says every word of God is pure. But then it says if you add to God's word, he will reprove you and you shall be found a liar. True teaching, you don't have to add anything. It comes straight from the word of God. Even when you say God is omnipresent, people ask me all the time, it says, um, because I don't teach a Holy Trinity, I teach the God here. Because I can't prove to you Holy Trinity using those terminologies. I can't do it because it's not Bible. You want to talk Bible? Let's talk Bible. But I preach the God here. So now they come and they say, um, well, omnipresent is not in the Bible. Do you believe God is omnipresent? And my answer is no, I don't. Because the scripture doesn't say Omnipotent, yes. All-knowing, yes. Omnipresent, he doesn't say God is in everything. Because he's not. Do you love him? Keep his commandments. Do you love him? Feed his sheep. It's very important, preacher, because you have to give an account to God's people. You are very important to the people of God because they look to you to get a better understanding of him. Do you even know who he is? And are you sure of your own salvation? I feel the virtue. God is talking to somebody. Are you sure of your own walk with God? And are you sure of what you teach? Examine yourself. Take heed to the words you speak. In doing so, you will save you and those that hear you. You love him? Feed his sheep. Until next time. Until next time, to my fellow ministers, may he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May God give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. My brothers, we will shout for joy when you are victorious and will lift up our banner in the name of our God. Until next time, keep the faith.